Naomi Haidemai, and welcome to Full Disclosure, a Stuff and Kale Productions podcast with me, Karen O'Leary. In this series, I talk with all sorts of amazing and famous Kiwis to find out how coming out was for them. It is an absolute privilege to be joined by my next guest, um, someone that I would say needs no introduction, certainly not to me. I've known her for 45 years, which is my whole entire life. Mum, hello, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, babe. Okay, great. Um, thank you for coming in and agreeing to talk to me. I know that you're very excited about the prospect. Would you say that's true? Um, excited and perhaps a bit nervous as well, yeah. What are you nervous about? Um, because I want to say things that are important and answer your questions truthfully and, and whatever. And so, yeah, I've been thinking about it a little bit. So I'll be glad now that we're doing it and, yeah. And then it can be done. Absolutely. And then we can just chat like regular mother and daughter Absolutely. in the future. Well, we don't usually do it. No, we don't. No, I try not to talk to you. <laughs> don't say that, Mum. Sorry. <laughs> um, obviously, I know that you're aware of this podcast that I'm doing, and yep. I know that you've listened to it. I, uh-huh. I love the fact that yeah, you, when you were out walking in yep. Carterton, you'd listen mm-hmm. to Full Disclosure. Yeah. And obviously, most of my guests, no, all of my guests have been talking about their experiences of coming out mm. as gay or bisexual in Aotearoa. And one of the things that did come up very frequently with all of them was, you know, when you're telling your parents that you are this way, um, the fact that, you know, we as gay or bisexual people have had our whole lives to have to think about that and to process that. But for parents, you have that one moment when it, you get told mm. and there's almost like that expectation that you've got to deal with it right then, right, mm. right there. So I just wanted to talk to you about, first of all, when I told you, mm. and I know that I've in the media, I've, I've often just said, you just said, yeah, we know, dear. But I know there was more to it than that. So I just, do you remember when I told you and how you felt? And this is what I've been thinking about. No, I don't. And I can't remember it at all, really. I am gay, Mum. No. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've been thinking of is that that's actually good because mm. things you remember are often shocking things. I mean, I remember when Kennedy was shot and, and when the Twin Towers and yep. Princess Diana, whatever, and they're etched, oh, I remember what I was doing. I don't remember at all. But that's good in a way because, in other words, it wasn't shocking and it wasn't scary. We thought for quite a time that you could be gay mm. um, and it was really nice to know that you'd accepted that and also that you'd, more importantly, that you felt able to open us to to us about it Mm. Um, and so I was just really pleased that we sort of sorted all that out and it wasn't something hanging around that you know nobody sort of spoke about so I don't remember at all really I just I can't remember when I didn't know you were gay in other words so yeah okay well my next question is what made you think that I was gay (laughs) (laughs) I mean let's be honest it was pretty obvious but (laughs) I want to know from your mouth what I what I I don't think what I've always thought with my children is that you're all unique. And so you were unique in your own way. And a lot of things you did could have possibly pointed the fact that you were gay, the fact that you never wanted to wear dresses or no. those big grey shorts that you wore for about three years. And yeah, but that you that you then threw away. And I was... Darling, you say that all the time. I can't remember that either. And obviously that would have been a that big... It's one of those things like, like Princess Diana dying was, was my grey shorts died because <laughs> you got rid of them because you thought they were ridiculous. Well, they were a bit. And the fact that you wanted a G.I. Joe, 
Yeah. And that you you played with cars and you wanted the fort for Lego. But then again, lots of girls want mm. that as well. So it wasn't right. I did draw the line at boxing gloves when you wanted boxing gloves one Christmas. <laughs> yes. I decided that I didn't. I thought you'd probably box your sisters. So They, but, they would know. never fight me. There was... Yeah. But it was just part of you, Don, and it didn't necessarily to me mean you were gay. It was mm. just that you were a very interesting person, just as your sisters are, you know. So, yeah. So when you obviously didn't know, and I think I remember probably because I guess for me it of was Of course it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was when I had my first girlfriend. Girlfriend, And yeah. I said, I've met someone and it's not a, it's not a boy. Mm. Yeah. And that's when I remember you saying, we know, that's, that's mm. fine. Mm. Was there any... Any part of you, though, that was worried about? Oh, yes, yes, of course. It was fine, and I was so pleased that you were happy and that you looked, you know, you'd had some hard times going up to that. And as you said, it was dealing with this complex thing. Mm. Um, I was, your dad wasn't worried at all. Yeah. <laughs> he, he jokingly said, well, I like women too, so I, I don't know, I blame him. Saying that. <laughs> so, and I, I think, I've thought a lot about this. I sometimes think it's easier um, for a, a woman maybe to accept a gay son and a, mm. and a man to accept a gay daughter. And that's just my thinking, that yes. I think perhaps because um, I'm not gay, I perhaps find it harder to understand mm. that you are. Um, however, what was the question? No, sorry. What were you worried yes, about, yes. if anything? I was worried yeah. about other people's reaction to yeah. you. And I worked with a woman, an educated woman, who I found was quite homophobic. Mm. I, I worked... Uh, at Wellington Women's, and on the maternity wards, way back, they would say for visiting, um, husbands can visit any time. Mm. And then eventually they changed it to fathers of the baby can visit any time. And then finally, with a big breakthrough, they said partners can visit any time. And this person I worked with was horrified at that. Who are we, why are we catering to these people? You know, and I... Really? Yeah. And she knew you, and I... I'm always mad Ooh, with myself it? because no, 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 no. Okay. Because I never told her that you were gay. Mm. Because, and I feel that I was weak, and I should have said, "Well, actually, Karen, mm. this person you like and know is gay." I don't mean, quite know why she didn't think you were, but you know, it was that. And I always, you know, was disappointed in myself then. And I'm not like that now, but I was at the time. I was a bit guarded about. Mm. And and that wasn't probably all just to save you. It was to save me mm. as well. I was processing it and thinking, I've got to learn to say, I have a gay daughter, yeah. Karen. And it was just, yeah. And I guess, obviously, this was a while ago now in of terms course. of when it was. Ages. It? Not ages. <laughs> I'm not that old. And Okay, here's my next question now. Oh, you just made me think of it. And you told me the story the other day. When did oh. you come out as a senior? <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> You see, that's it. I don't think I am a senior. <laughs> you are. I know, I know. Although you did just, you only said it because you wanted to get into the movies for cheap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am a senior, you know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Thinking about, don't be sorry. Just don't do it anymore. No, <laughs> thinking back to when you grew up in yeah. England. Yeah. In the um, 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you ever remember any gay people that you knew of? Was it something that you were you had an awareness of as a young person? No, no. Except, well, there was a girls. There were two girls at school mm. that I th I'm sure were gay now, and yeah. I, I, I. 
but I don't think we ever said anything and we, we didn't really all know the words or the way mm. to deal with it. I mean, I'm sure you remember what Nana was told you, the story about when she was in the army, you know. About her special friends in the army? No. <laughs> that she had, there were women in the army and she'd okay. never heard of the term. She'd never heard yep. of anything. And she thought they were all very homesick when they all had to get into bed together and, oh, you know, yes. and, and obviously they were just homesick, and you know, but then she realised. They were homosexual. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you told her when you came out and she was really good about that. I remember, yeah, because I guess as well, yeah, because of her age, you, I did expect, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. but she was absolutely yeah. happy as Larry yeah. and good as Golden almost, yeah. you know, yeah, I think excited for me and just, yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember she used to say that one of my ex-partners gave the best hugs ever. Oh, well, Penny that's Angel. another thing you see about all the fabulous women I've met because you're gay and, um, and, and the men as well and all the people that I possibly wouldn't have known. So I can truthfully say some of my best friends are gay. <laughs> <laughs> and your best daughter? Karen. What? One of my daughters is gay. The best one? <laughs> well, if you had to rank us like... Karen, stop it. Okay. That's another thing, you see, so competitive. You always had to be first in the car, first out the car, first down the stairs, and we always win every game. But whether that again is a gay straight, I don't know, really. I think I just it also had to be the first one to be gay. I achieved <laughs> that, though, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. Today on Newsable, in a Stuff exclusive, the mother of baby Rue, the toddler who died late last year in Wellington, has spoken on the record and says she did not kill her son. Plus, step aside, working from home, working from holiday seems to be the new trend, and I have an update on the USA's Cicada Geddon. For everything that's worth talking about, find and follow Newsable wherever you get your podcasts. So when you came over from England in yeah. 1973, yeah. what about in New Zealand? Did you meet any gays in New Zealand when you were still a young adult? No, no. Who's the first gay person you met? You probably. Isn't it? Well, yeah. you met me, yeah, but. No, honestly, I, I, I don't know. No. And then the people that you introduced me to, really. Isn't that funny? So probably people weren't very prominent then, mm, except yeah. in the entertainment field. And that is, I think, you know, obviously you've done very well. And I think hopefully that is easier for you because there are lots of people mm. that are gay in, in the entertainment field. But you knew the top twins were lesbians, didn't you? Yes, and that was funny, wasn't it? When I, I thought, well, I'll treat Karen and talk you to the, the <laughs> top twins. Don't tell the story. I, well, why? No, because no, I, no. Okay, I took you to the top no. <laughs> and you loved every minute. We'll just put it that way then, shall we? <laughs> no, that was when I, how, how old would I have been then? I was still. About 32. <laughs> no, wasn't. Was I? No, you're in your 20s, I suppose. But I guess it was that I did obviously still have elements of internalised homophobia even <laughs> within myself. And I found the, some of the, the fact that there, there were some very, very, very. butch presenting yeah. women and couples, mm. I found it confronting. Yeah. And it made me yeah. feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But why is that, Mum? Because you didn't care, did you? No. No. We, we, no. I think, weren't we talking about this the other day, that anything that isn't like us, we mm. tend to be scared of. Mm. Um, and so with things we don't understand or or necessarily 
do ourselves, we just think, oh, gosh, what's all that about? And I don't think I, I better not mm. know any more about that. And I think that's where racism starts mm. and homophobia and all sorts of things, you know. And and it's um, – we always would say, oh, I'm not – biased about anything but we are it's mm. something in us but it's a protective thing I suppose that we just think oh no I don't think I want to know about that yeah so you've opened up a whole world for me a big rainbow world a big rainbow world and and it's great and I think thank well I feel things are getting better for yes. you and for yep. gay people and trans people and whatever um yeah and I, I'm learning not to say <laughs> Policeman, <gasps> yes, and but I do it, at least. I pull myself up now whenever I say anything like that, and I'm also trying not to think that all pilots are men and all mm. doctors are men, which they're definitely not. There's more women now trained to be doctors than men, but so that's another good thing that it may, it pulls you up and you think, no, that's that's not right. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to ask me? I no. do. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, don't force it, darling. If that's all that you wanted to. Say. Say, no. I, I was going to say what I was thinking about as well. You just is, talk to me. To, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might ask me what do you think? You know, however, I suffered for being gay, maybe, and you know, my difficult moments. And I was thinking, have I? When it's you a great to, question that you've asked me. Yeah. To ask <laughs> <laughs> but the only one was think I was going to think of a funny answer, and that was when you were bridesmaid for your sisters. Oh, yes, yes. Actually, oh. you know what? That was very difficult. It for was, me. and I think you know now we possibly wouldn't have asked you to, you know, or let you wear a suit or something because that was twice. <laughs> I had to wear those teaching along in high heels with you. It was just. And with that hairdo. And you makeup. You know, we were all sitting there having makeup and it was just mind you, you wear makeup now, don't you, when you're on the telly and whatever. Oh, only because I have to. I know. It's not a choice. But oh and me saying you look so pretty and that was that, you know. that is always the time I know when I need to get a haircut. Is when you <laughs> say, Oh, your hair looks pretty I'm like, Oh gosh. <laughs> Either I've washed it or I need a haircut. <laughs> um Speaking of your haircut, yeah, do you have a lesbian haircut so that you can be an ally with me? Is that absolutely, darling? It's a beautiful haircut. Yeah. It's very pretty. It's just like yours. It's the same haircut. <laughs> I think the older you get, the shorter your hair gets for some reason. What do you think? So you'll reason? be bald by the time. Sorry. Um, just lastly, Mum. Yeah. Do you think? In terms of, you know, things that have been difficult for me, and I know yeah. you, you touched on when you when you had that colleague and you felt, mm. and that made you feel weak or, or, or mm. not good. Mm. Have you experienced any other challenges as a result of my identity? Um, I, I, I still think people are home. And people will see you on the TV, and if they know I'm your mum... Oh, I didn't like that, or mm. you know, and so. But I don't think that's. I was going to say, I don't think it's because you're gay, just because the program <laughs> <Don't> was hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Mean that. Which program are you talking about? Any old program. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> no, no, but I think, and I'm proud to say, well, and and for them mm. to sort of be thinking, oh, that's just ordinary old Anne's daughter, yeah. you know, and so it puts you in a context that you're not just. Gay, yeah. You are somebody's daughter and somebody's sister and somebody's partner, and so that's I think to normalise it because yeah. being gay is not what you are. It's not my defining characteristic. No. no, 
And you don't go around saying, do you think they may be heterosexual? Or, <laughs> you know, I don't think we should think about that side of it. It's part of you. Yeah, you should really think. Are they a nice part. person? Absolutely. Well, you're not, so they God, you gay. He's talking about something. <laughs> Mum. Sorry. Going to do a lot of editing for this chat. Yes. Um, no, it's been... Absolutely lovely, Mum. I knew it would be good, and I knew you were a little bit scared. And I was, I was like, "Don't you be scared. If I can ever sound remotely in- entertaining, it's because of you." Oh, that's very sweet of you. No, not sweet. It's not. not that's a bit of a. That's a bit of a silly word. Isn't it's it? really cool. Very good of you. <laughs> I don't not... talk like that. I've gone silly now. Can know, we stop, this? stop it? Um, that was the one, the only, my mum, whose name is Anne O'Leary. What an inspiration of a mum of a person and of a he- as a heterosexual person. Um, thank you, Mum. You might be a senior, but you, you at least you get to go to the movies for cheap. <laughs> no, Mum, thank you so much for your time, and I just have a nice train ride back to Carterton. There's a pleasure. I'd offer to give you a lift, but... Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. Fair enough. Thank you, Mum. I love you very much. Love You're you, the best. <laughs> it's <was> brilliant. <laughs> oh, silly. It's this was Full Disclosure, a Stuff and Kale Productions podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you've missed any episodes, you can find them all at www.stuff.co.nz forward slash full disclosure or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks to creator and producer Kate Langdon, Stuff producer Jen Black, and executive producer Chris Reed, and audio editor John Ropiha, with original music by Eilish Wilson. Matiwa Aotearoa. I think you're conflating a whole bunch of issues. You don't want to be held to account no, no, on I, I, rising child no, abuse numbers. You can manipulate crime statistics. I, I promised I wouldn't have a tattoo about gotcha journalism. Hang into the National Party's no, attack line there. That, that, I think it would be a resignation offence if I didn't deliver tax reduction. Yeah, yeah we're, I'm not worried about it at all. Okay. Nothing if in there. That sits with you perfectly fine. That's what, we're, that's what we're focused on. Whatever happens in politics, the weird, the wonderful, the important, the thought-provoking, we got you. Listen to Tova wherever you get your podcasts. Prepare for an unfiltered journey through the harsh realities of infertility. My name's Nadine Higgins. I'm a broadcaster, a journalist, and I've been trying to make a baby with my husband. That's me. I'm Dan. And we reckon infertility is lonely enough without making it a dirty little secret. In The Human Race with Dan and Nadine Higgins, we share raw and unvarnished stories of couples who have faced the brutal truth of infertility. Unless you've been in it, it's, it's really tough and really lonely. Yeah, and also, this is really weird, but baby showers, you don't need to open the presents in front of everyone. Confronting the harsh reality that not every story has a happy ending. This very blunt, abrasive doctor who I had, you know, had not seen before, who delivered the news, just like, you'll probably never have a natural period again and you'll probably never have a baby. The Human Race, where we share the untold stories of couples in the race of their lives to create a life. I feel like I nearly missed out and I got to do it. And so I feel really lucky. So it's been incredibly positive. Listen today at stuff.co.nz slash the human race or wherever you get your podcasts. The Human Race is proudly brought to you by Elevate.